welcome to NOLO Time. This is episode 141. My name is Hobie Velez, and with me is the Freak of the Week, Joel Young. Yes, I am. What's good, guys? Good to be with you all. No, I know. That's like one of my major complaints, dude, with the, every <laughs> single one of those CW shows, why I can't watch them. I know people who have told me, look, Joel, there's nothing else new on TV. Go back and watch like a CW show that you gave up on, like Legends of Tomorrow. I'm like, no, no Freak of the Week <laughs> on my TV. No freak of the Week on Joel's TV. That's how, that's how he rolls. Not even with the Power Rangers. He only watched. <laughs> he only watched the episodes where, uh, where where they actually stitched together, like multi multi, uh, multi episodes. Although, yeah, although right. when you well when you started watching Power Rangers, they were already at like Wild Force or something. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm dating myself. Like, I'm oh, OG Mighty back Morphin. In my day. Yeah, back in the Mighty Morphin days, it was all freak of the week. <laughs> what's well, um, what's up? Yeah, man, man, I'm I'm trying to trying to trying to still uh still be well here. I mean, you know, it's I can't complain much, but I got to uh, say that there's definitely now that that dry spot of TV and, and movies is really uh, getting rough. You know that that's that's something that I enjoy on my weekends or whatnot, and um. You know, I, I had an opportunity to rent some stuff on from Redbox, some free promo code that, that got sent to me. And and I was like, okay, great, cool. Let me look at what's new. And I'm like, man, okay, if your options are like Bloodshot or Doolittle, <laughs> you know. Oh, and there's the Doolittle uh, with Downey, right? Yeah. Oh, I've already I seen that it. movie. So it's, but, it's a trash. It's, for me, it's a kid's movie. Like, if you're looking at it as an adult, like, you're probably, it's not a good movie. I'm just okay. gonna be honest with you. Like, if you watch it with your kid, you'll probably have a good time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I totally forgot that. But movie Bloodshot, I mean, come on, dude. Like, is that really like a movie <laughs> you want to sit down and? Uh, I don't know, man. I it's like it's uh, Vin Diesel plays the same character in every movie except Guardians of the Galaxy, where, where he's sure, actually. Most people don't realize it's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but yeah, it's like in every movie, he's the same. Riddick, he's basically blind Toretto, and you know all these things. It's yeah, it's funny. Wild. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, no, not much on my end either. Um, finished RE three. Um, <clears throat> that was short and sweet. That was basically. I told you it was about ten hours. Uh, I think RE two. Uh, Played for like 23, 24 hours, maybe, uh, yeah. which is which is fine. Um, but I found this one to be uh, definitely definitely shorter, so it does really feel like an expansion of RE2. Uh, crazy that they actually charged uh, 60 bucks for these this game because uh, more like a 40 dollar experience. Um, if you ask me, uh, which makes sense why they never re- released like a deluxe version of it. Um, it does have a lot of unlockables. So like when you finish the game, uh, it's it's like an old school, it's like RE4. You finish the game and then you get a bunch of unlockables that you can do uh, during your second playthrough. Uh, but it was, but it's good. It was, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, like I mentioned last time, there's a, a few mechanics that make it a little bit different. Um, there's a if you played RE4, you remember the cabin uh sequence. So there's a, a sequence that's very similar to the cabin uh on RE4. I think maybe RE4 could be a little bit more challenging because this one you do have a lot of mobility for, that you don't have on RE4 because RE4 you can't move and shoot and uh you're limited by basically the controls. So there's a really good sequence. Uh, overall, I enjoyed it. It was good. It was a it was a good time. So, you know, the only downside to it was that it was a short experience. If you if you want to say that's that's something you know that that's uh, a downside to it. Um, how long? I'm trying to remember how long was God of War. I think God of War was like 18, maybe 16, 18 hours. Um, that was probably the shortest game I've played before this one. Uh, that was not like a multi, you know, two, three dozen hour game. Um, it's funny because I, 
actually ended up putting a hundred hours on Final Fantasy VII Remake. I didn't wow. even notice. I didn't even notice it, dude. Because it's crazy. I have Final Fantasy XV. I I think I put like a hundred and seventy hours on that game. Because I just kept, I explored every freaking nook and cranny of that world map, man. I, you know how much I love that game, dude. So oh, absolutely. I, I've said it. I've said it at nauseum already. Uh, if you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. It's, it's it's really good, especially now with all of the added uh, story bits and, and uh, items and all the, basically like the dailies and all this stuff that they added. It's still really good. I haven't played it in a while. I may pop it in and see what's up um but yeah this was definitely the shortest game i played in a while uh the shortest like triple a game that i that i played in a while uh but even even with that i i really enjoyed it through and through it was good uh i actually started a second a second run with which i think i'm just gonna finish before i start i uh start uh ghost of Tsushima that uh should be here tomorrow yeah uh very good reviews for that joe i'm really excited i haven't watched any other videos anything else since that last uh behind the scenes video that that playstation put out um yeah i'm really excited for that game man it's like basically nice across the board gamestop games gamestop GameSpot gave it a seven yeah that was that was was a strange one it was a weird. It was like IGN's the stranding, like six point eight or whatever. Yeah, it, it was like an like an off one, um, but like even in Japan, like Famitsu gave it a perfect score, and you know, uh, it's doing really well. Uh, so PS4 is going out with a bang. Uh, we'll, we'll talk PS5 and Xbox Series X uh, uh, towards the end of the show uh, because now we have to do our mandatory 25 minutes to half hour star wars update oh it's good it's on he's got the shirt on guys if you're the watching shirt. the video I, version he is i got yep, in yep 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 um do you want to start with the news or do you want to start with the rumors on the rumors actually okay so our um our friend uh overlord dvd uh, that we've mentioned a few times already uh, did uh, another video basically saying that um, that last year sometime before the uh, before November the movie was screened uh, and we've heard that uh, from multiple sources already so we've know we know that there's multiple versions of this movie because there were reshoots in November and we know that's a fact because we knew about it uh, and you know it's it, it's it was out there it's confirmed so before that uh there was apparently two screenings one of the screenings that we've talked about was the J, what we what we've called the jj cut uh which was basically almost the same movie but with a different ending uh of sorts uh and things were done a little bit different uh but now uh, and apparently this was a rumor that started like late last year, Joel. Um, I started watching other uh, videos on, on the topic, but allegedly, and, and this one I would take with, you know, the, those lamps made out of rock salt that you buy? <laughs> I would take it with one of those, not a grain yeah, of salt. you need a lot for this. Uh, apparently and allegedly there was a George Lucas cut of the rise of skywalker that was allegedly a 40 percent different from what we got in the movie theaters uh things were done differently very very differently allegedly uh with a a crazy good ending and apparently the movie was really good that's what consensus seems to be based on uh on rumors um the rumor is that when this movie was screened, uh, Kennedy was not too excited and went ahead and, and did the, the JJ uh, reshoots. And the movie changed completely. Then, allegedly someone that was at uh, uh, Skywalker Ranch during uh, the screening has images of 
scenes in the movie. I mean, the, those images haven't leaked. Uh, allegedly, this person has the images. They haven't leaked them out. They haven't posted them out. Um, but they they said that they uh, they they actually describe some sequences. Uh, it's basically like when when instead of just being solo confront solo spirit confronting Ben, it was basically all three of them. It was you know Luke Lay and Han. Um, there were uh, changes to. Uh, the ending. Um, there were changing to. There were Anakin was in the movie, like Hayden uh, Christensen, who we know was in the movie because people saw him on set and they said it. Like it's 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 known. Um, you know they they you know him and Ben had a talk and this things right. So uh, amongst a few things, those are the things that I that I remember, but. Joe, I know that you're like, nah, bro, because we talked about this before. But just before before I say whether or not I believe it, just go ahead and give us our uh, your your opinion, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, the big one. Yeah, it's a big one because I feel like my feelings towards this. I don't want I don't want I don't want to be blinded by my feelings. And my feelings right now is none of this is true. For the most part. For the most part. But my heart wants it to be. Like I want this. All right, I, all right, Christina Aguilera, you're getting a little bit emotional <laughs> here. <laughs> it's Star Wars, it's heavy. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, okay, like, like, think about this for a second. Just the whole concept that there's a George Lucas cut, right? That would be super awesome. But there's a lot of questions that come with that. Doesn't make just because the just because there's questions don't make it not true. But I'm just saying there's so many factors that go into George coming in to edit a movie. He, I don't think George would just come in and 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 say, "Here, here, let me uh, let me touch with this and make some tweaks." I think he would want to first say, "Look, you have to first film these things that I want." For and first, he has to know what the story and agree with whatever the original script was, and then secondly, if he agreed with it even just slightly, like then he would say, "This is the stuff that I want to make sure that you add in that are specifically George inspired," and. I just feel like when I watch Rise of Skywalker and I hear and I see the, the what's being said I don't can't imagine that George even if it was three or four things different I can't imagine that George would would have done half the stuff that was done in that movie. Okay. I I just can't I can't imagine I can't imagine George saying like yeah, I know you guys did this stuff, but as long as I get my three scenes and maybe a couple other small, like you know, CGI edits or something, like I'm okay because the story, the story, like the story is so, like it's so JJ esque when you compare it to like The Force yeah. Awakens, where it felt very much like a a rehashing of things, collaboration, more of a collaboration, yeah, yeah, like we're like with with. With Rise of Skywalker, he's trying to take us full circle the things that that have that have come from before and and where they are now, and try and bring this whole thing. But at the same time, the whole thing about having the scenes of the three of the the, the big three coming together on screen together, the thing of Hayden talking to, uh, you know, talking to uh, to to uh, Kylo, Kylo. Yeah, I th- I th- and I thought I heard something of really him talking to Ray or something at one point. One of them Maybe was I think was like him sitting down next to Ray or something. Yeah, of like her like her saying like it's really hard because she thought she almost killed Chewie or something. I don't remember, I can't remember what the room was. That's right now, exactly. that's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. she thought she she killed Chewie and then uh, and then and that's when he showed up. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Right, yeah, like yeah. to comfort her or something. Right, like yeah, exactly. it's it's hard, like it always is or something. And he sits down next to her and starts mm-hmm. talking. Sounds like a really cool scene. 
that one like hearing those those kinds of pieces i can definitely see being just regardless of take george lucas out of this altogether whether he is or isn't i could totally see that being a thing because um like you said um the hating christians stuff has been a lot of there's been a lot of heat behind that and we're going to talk about that more in a second but then even more so um but then even more so like think about the Think about having um, Hayden come in at the end of the movie and he does that whole Ray voiceover. He's a very prominent voice in that entire scene. Like, think about how much that probably played into, uh, you know, played into him also coming on set and filming something. Like, I don't think you just would get him to come in and do a voiceover. I'm pretty sure he also came in and, and filmed some scenes. So, yeah, man, like... I, I don't think I don't think any of this stuff is happening or happened exactly the way that it's being put out there. And if you have screenshots of this stuff, why not leak them? Like, isn't it worse to leak I have this, but I'm not putting it out there? Like yeah. that's it's like like but then why not? Like why not give it to a DVD overlord and say, like, you put it out there. I didn't put it out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, right? I mean, um, because he, he keeps saying that the information that he has is secondhand information. So this is right. someone that knows someone that was in there. So um, here, here's the thing with Overlord. Um, I don't... Why would you risk basically like being singled out as like the cosmic book news of YouTube and why would you risk that when you're actually like interacting with your fans? Cause we've saw like during the last few weeks, he's done tour, he's done two or three live streams, like as himself, not as, uh, you know, uh, the, the character, I don't want to say that. Yeah. Clock. <laughs> so yeah. Thanks Joel. Thanks for the edit. Um, so, so I don't think, I, I don't, I don't see him, and he, when he talks like on his live streams, he really seems like an earnest. He sounds like an older guy, maybe like maybe my age, maybe a little bit older. Like he, he sounds like a like an honest guy that loves Star Wars and wants to see Star Wars be something that the fans are excited about. Um, and 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 you know, he sounds earnest, and he doesn't sound like he's lying, at least to me. Um, I don't. I don't think that any YouTuber right now would risk their reputation and uh, say it's like, "Oh yeah, this guy remember that all that bullcrap that he used to say about Star Wars? That ain't true. Don't listen to him." You know, why would he risk this? Right? I guess we'll see at the end of summer because allegedly that's the thing. What you were saying? Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah. So that. So that's the thing. I think he does have sources. I just don't know if I trust his sources. Like I think he is. I think he's like genuinely believes what he's being what he's being told because he believes the source that it's coming from. Even though okay. he's saying like, and I I think I appreciate that he always says like it is a rumor. Like he's not like this is gospel. He's like this is what I'm hearing and this is how I feel about it. Let's yeah. talk about. It. So I like I actually appreciate how he relays the information. I just I don't know that that source is entirely. Um, Reliable. <laughs> yeah, reliable and level-headed. Yeah. You talk yeah, to some yeah. multiple people in an organization, you get many different responses sometimes. Yeah. Well, one thing he said, Joel, is that um, at the, the that there's going to be a big like announcement thing at the end of summer, just like what you were. And I have no sources, and I'm predicting that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. I guess we'll wait until I guess for Suka September. That's when he said that these things are gonna. Are going to be announced and, and and happen. Maybe they'll announce George Lucas cut at Disney Plus, or maybe they'll announce this like new action figure line from so and so company. Oh, something dumb, right? Um, which I don't want to go into into the action figure thing now because we we got Star Wars news <laughs> to talk about uh, that that sort of kind of uh, connect to what we're talking about here. Sure. Um, but the uh, 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 we've not, I've, I know this for a fact uh, because uh, I go, I mean, I used to go to Target on a weekly basis uh, 
before the the human malware issue that we're having. Um, and and I've seen the the Star Wars the lackluster Star Wars toy section for the last since the since the last Jedi yeah. has been uh, has been pretty crap. Uh, I'd say the last cool thing that I saw was the Falcon that came out when Solo came out. That was, that was probably the last piece of uh, of really solid like Star Wars toy that I saw. Um, you know, not counting Lego because Lego's on. I mean, Lego's Lego. Lego is they're doing their own thing, right? So it does matter. Um, and that has been a point of contention uh, within Disney. Uh, but Disney being they're uh, very uh, big on to- toy sales on on uh, exactly on merchandise and toy sales, um, and and seeing how bad like Star Wars has done for the last two years, that has concerned uh, some of the investors. So um, they really want to they really want to move forward with something big, whatever that is. We'll find out sooner or later. Um, but but yeah, right now that's update we got on. The Star Wars rumors, man. Um, well, not really, because allegedly <laughs> Hayden Christensen uh, will pay will play a big role in the Kenobi series, uh, which I, at this point I think is going to be more of a a six hour Kenobi movie rather than than a series. Uh, my best guess, Joe, is that. Uh, he will be in uh, a lot of flashbacks, uh, Clone War flashbacks, and quite possibly be Vader himself uh, in the series. Um, and uh, we're tying it back to Russell Skywalker. For some reason, fans are clamoring for Hayden Christensen right now. This this would be a, a really big thing for them to do. So uh, I am 100% behind it. Bring him in. Let him do his thing. Uh, do some decent uh, Vader makeup so you can finally retcon uh, Vader from uh, 100% from uh, Return of the Jedi and uh, and give us a good series. But yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, the rumor comes from a website called Latina Review. Uh, I used to read them uh, for years ago. Um, the same guy that that reported the whole Michael Keaton Batman thing that that was true. He used to work for them years ago, and I remember reading his stuff there because it was like dead on when it came to exclusives. Um, and, and he left them later on. Obviously, now he mentioned he's with the rap. Uh, most of the stuff he he breaks there is superhero related, and and it's pretty uh, pretty legit. Um, so Latino Review has been kind of out of the spotlight for a long time. When it comes to exclusives, if you even go to their website and click on the exclusive section, it's mostly just interviews with actors. Like that's like their main like kind of thing. So, but when they used to be back in the day in the game, like on the rumor front, they used to be really de- like dead on with their Star Wars stuff. Especially on point. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember there a few a few years ago they were really on point. So for them to come out out and just and put this out there, I really believe this. Is it a done deal? Maybe not, but whatever they've heard, I, I believe. So Hayden coming back in um, you know, for a big role, not just a cameo, like they're ex- expressing that he will be in throughout the series. You, you have to have then the Vader presence like throughout the show. There, and, and I would believe that because even though we get that whole you know, famous sequence in A New Hope where, you know, that, they sense one another the way that they do and then confront one another. I mean, Obed, can we see a remake of some of these kinds of iconic, of this iconic moment? Could we see, like, would fans be mad about that? I don't think so, dude, because the, we've seen that YouTube video where these guys did the, the face, uh, you know, face over technology yeah, and the, the was, remake of uh, of the uh, fight between Obi Wan and Vader. Right, in a new hope. scene thirty four or whatever they call it. Yeah, I'm like I could totally, especially that this this Kenobi series is just that it's an exclusive one time thing. They're not saying they're gonna do it. This is this is it. Like this is what we're getting. It's not gonna be like Mandalorian season one and then there's season like this is not a season one. This is just a season kind of thing. Is how they're pitching it right now. So yeah, you, you can't miss out on the opportunity of having. 
Ian McGregor and and Hank Christian together on screen and having the multiple <laughs> points, dude. I really feel like they there could be a moment that we could be leading up to a re, a remake of that sequence. Can you imagine this whole series being like The Witcher being like like on different time frames and you and then at the last episode brings everything together and they're already on the Death Star and then the fight happens. If it's you, done right, yes. Can you imagine that? If it's done right, yeah. Oh my god! Don't give me hope. <laughs> in my dreams, um, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, uh, I, I'd love to see it, but I do believe he's in it significantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great opportunity. And I know people will be like, "Don't touch!" No, no, no. It's okay because with the technology we have now, and and like the people clamoring for Hayden to come back, um, which is so strange, dude. Because this this guy got crushed by some of these fans years ago. And then I know. Classic Star Wars man. Some, some yeah. Star Wars fans are very uh, very sensitive when it comes to these things. It's, it's uh yeah it's uh something else but yeah i'm excited like if this is real i'm really really excited uh definitely looking forward to kenobi and to mando season two for sure uh and uh we'll see man but next year joel we will get a new star wars show and our our dudes from the beginning of the last season of the clone wars the bad batch are getting their own series um this sounds to me like they're doing a, an A-team sort of thing. Like, uh, it's like this is because it's supposed to be like right after the Clone Wars, Clone Wars ended, and we know when the Clone Wars ended was with Order sixty six. So, ah, that would be pretty cool. They're going around the galaxy doing doing wet work, and, and yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, uh, that's that's. All we know, um, I'm assuming Dave Filoni is, is in charge he of is. this project. Yes. Yep. So, um, yeah, man. Pretty, uh, yeah, I, I, pretty exciting. Yeah, pretty exciting. I mean, it, there's a lot of questions around it. To be honest, when I first heard the official news, I was like, I'm just excited to have more something Clone, Clone Wars-esque come out and with Filoni. So I was just excited about that announcement alone. But then when I started digesting a little bit, I was like, okay, these are like, there's no there's no direction that there will be Jedi because obviously the timing of when that the last show ended, um, you know, and, and, and it is kind of strange when you watch anything star Wars and there isn't anything force like the force around, not necessarily even just Jedi, but just the force being in it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I've heard a few people say this, right. But like star Wars is the force, right? Like, like it's, if, if it's just a, a spaceship flying in space, like it's, it's not Star there. <laughs> right. But if it has the force that then it, you're in it. So I'm, I'm curious if Ahsoka will be in the show. I'm curious uh, if Vader will be in the show. Maybe Vader is hunting them. Maybe they end up working for Vader. I, 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 and then they don't realize it and things change. You know, Echo, was, did, he, was he, did he not get chipped or got just chipped fried, you know, because of what happened in Clone Wars? There's a lot of uh, speculation. I look forward to seeing it. I, I don't need to figure it all out now. I look forward to seeing whatever Filoni's got. So um, here's just a, a random theory. Um, uh, there's something that I learned recently that I didn't know uh, about the Death, the death Troopers. And the Death Troopers were basically clones that that stayed uh, with Palpatine, because we know that a lot of uh, the majority of the clone army got decommissioned because of uh, PTSD, and they started malfunctioning after Order sixty six, and all that stuff. It ended up becoming actual pe- yeah. like volunteers. Exactly. Uh, yeah, recruits. Yeah, because they, they right. started recruiting uh, after that. Um, but the Death Troopers, I heard, were actually clones that that stayed within their programming and stayed loyal, and they were basically given like uh, cybernetic uh, enhancements. So maybe maybe we'll see the the beginning of the Death Troopers of whatever clones are left. And One of like, them turns bad because of Order sixty six, and like it's, I don't know. Yeah, well, the the bad batch is probably not going to be because I don't think the bad batch were shipped. I think they were dif- they were different, right? That's that's no, the yeah. whole thing of the show. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. But then, uh, uh, but we'll. I mean, I, I hope we see like remnants of the clone army becoming the Death Troopers, and then going against you know these guys or, you know, 
the beginnings of like the the Rebel Alliance and, and this stuff. Or not really the beginnings of the Rebel Alliance because we saw that on Rebels, but the beginnings of something. Kind of like what we saw in Solo. So Right. Yeah. So Maul Maul's Maul's around at that time. The syndicate? Can we start at least yeah. seeing him er- the early days of him being in the syndicate? Like exactly. how we saw at the end of Clone Wars? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, yeah, because he's he's sort of you know he's he's around for a few more years. Like if this takes uh, place right after uh, the Clone Wars, uh, Maul's around for another like seventeen years. So you right. know, maybe Maul would be a big part of it. Which will also be remade in live action. That sequence of between Maul and Obi Wan in that Obi Wan series. Oh, it could potentially be Joe. Don't give me hope. Can they just oh, remake a bunch stop. of really cool moments? Stop. Stop. It's just each episode is remakes of really our, cool if moments. Our, if our listener, listeners didn't know, Obi-Wan is Obed and I, both of our personal favorite Star Wars characters. Uh, so, yeah, you have a Kenobi series come out. Man. All right. All right. Let's move. Let's move. Let's move to, uh, to our, our, our dudes on Marvel. Um, because apparently there's stuff happening uh, with the Netflix, the, the Netflix, um, I should say, um, properties or, or what, or the, the the properties that were licensed to Netflix. Uh, it started with a rumor early this week that uh, John Barenthal will reprise the Punisher. Uh, we don't know to which extent if it's going to be an FX thing or if it's going to be a Hulu thing. More than likely, that's probably what it is. What it is. Uh, allegedly, the the story is not going to mention what happened in the Netflix series, but it will be sort of like a spiritual continuation to that. And, um, you know, potentially a movie. But uh, it's out there. Um, and there's also very strong rumors that that Marvel Studios already reached out to uh, Charlie Cox because they really liked him and fans really liked him uh, about reprising uh, Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. So um, pretty exciting. Uh, I still need to finish Punisher. I still need to finish. You know what? That's going to be my, my quarantine goal, Joe. Finish all of the Marvel Netflix stuff because I never finished it. So, um, yeah, uh, it, it should be exciting if, uh, if, this, if this guys are going to be back in one way or another. You know what? Maybe they'll just put it on Hulu and they can sell that combo subscription for Disney Plus and Hulu because they've been pushing it quite a bit. So what do you think, man? Oh, so my instant reaction to Bernthal coming back is you have to have Charlie back and you might even be able to get in a Luke Cage at some point, like something like I could see, cause like there were certain people that were very prominent, like in their roles. And I remember the first season of Luke Cage being pretty successful, probably more successful than even the Punisher was to be honest with you, which is why I find it interesting of all the ones to bring back. Punisher would be the one. Um, but at the same time, I think it's because think about it. Marvel studios, puts out all kinds of different movies, but all the movies that they put out are always family friendly. You can probably make Daredevil family friendly. You could probably make Jessica Jones family friendly, Iron Fist family friendly, Luke Cage family friendly. You can't make the Punisher friendly. (laughs) The Um, Punisher is not the show that you say, come on kids, let's get around the fireplace and watch the Punisher tonight. That show ain't, that ain't the show for you. So I can see why them saying, look, we'll take all those other characters, you know, if they do use them or whatever they decide to do, like it will be used in something that's a larger part of the, the Marvel universe or their film universe. I'd think first, if not their film, then even their their Disney plus universe, right? The the ones more uh, prominent. Right. But I don't think, I don't think you put the Punisher anywhere near any of that other stuff. Um, yeah, so but they don't want the character not to just just not make anything with him, right? There's yeah. something out there. There's fans out there. You might as well keep the rights to him. Put something out with it. So I think it's a smart move. 
But the funny thing about this is it triggered another thing of mine that I remember hearing like two weeks ago, I want to say. And um, there's like serious rumors out there that Mar like since the stuff about the Michael Keaton coming in as Batman, that Marvel has been thinking the exact same way. And the rumors are like super generic. There's no direct indication. Some people might assume, but I remember when I was hearing it, the, the guy was like, no, like it's not exactly how you might think. Like it's basically like Marvel's looking at, at bringing back like people that and, and specific actors that people really liked. Nicholas and- Cage has ghostwriter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, nice. but like but like look like it's Best. not like like so the first guest would probably be like a Tommy Maguire and like Gary Garfield stuff. But dude, I it's I think it's something very different than that. I think Marvel's I mean Hugh Jackman, I don't know, but I, I can definitely see like when I hear stuff like this, I think Feige's starting to think and even if you read the article, it talks about a multiverse. Now the source where this came from, geek geek something. I don't know them. I think it's like a podcast or something. Yeah. But it definitely were... triggered something else I had heard before yeah. that made me start to process and say, okay, this sounds like on par with some other stuff I've heard. I did see. I think IGN reported on it too. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Deborah Wall probably back because she was important, um, and I think um, <clears throat> I think I heard in. Uh, not too long ago, an interview with her saying that she hasn't been able to find a job after Daredevil, yeah. you know, yeah. work. So it's, it's, it's rough. Uh, we know Rosario Dawson's not going to be back because we know what she's doing. So, you know, she's, a little she's bit moved busy. on. She's moved a little bit. Yeah, she's moved on. She's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's exciting. I, I really, really, really enjoyed um, the uh, the Punisher. Oh, do you see the big show is interested in playing uh, Kingpin too? He said I last did. week. I was like, yeah, yeah. yes. I was like, I was like, you know what? I love the the Wilson Fisk on, that that was on the the Daredevil show. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. this dude. Yeah, because Vincent Norfair was great because he was super yeah. menacing. Uh, but like big show, I can see it. You know, he's he's freaking seven two. <sighs> he's huge, big guy. Yeah, that would be pretty good. I mean, he's an okay actor, but yeah, the king thing, so it's fine. <laughs> he, he'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, pretty pretty exciting. Um, <clears throat> Joel, I think I had a, um, there was another rumor. I'm trying to think what it was. I think it was a DC rumor. Um, but I, I just can't really remember exactly what what it uh, what it what it was. Uh, hmm. No, it might it might be it might be just my exposure to Henry Cavill and and, uh, and his skill. <laughs> but yeah, his skill building a PC which has uh, lit the uh, the internet on fire. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, but uh, no, there was something else. If I remember, I'll probably just jump in and, and say what it was. But uh, uh, but there was another uh, another rumor um, that pertained to uh, uh, I think oh, is it the Gotham property. show that's going to be coming out on HBO Max? That was pretty cool. I don't know if you got to see that, but I know I there, saw the, I saw something. About I thought it. that was pretty cool because it's the same director from the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, in his large deal with Warner's, is he's taking literally a, a Gotham. Uh, police officer show he's gonna put on hbo max that's gonna directly tie into the movies and i think that's like a really cool fun like i'm, I'm here for this so so i thought that was good news for dc for sure okay yeah, yeah it sounds good um i think it's, i think it's gonna be interesting because um if it's the same director you can bring the same universe and the same look oh it's guaranteed uh, to be the same so universe it's, yeah it's um yeah it's it's Makes sense. Like and especially they really with the wanted time, to make something off it. Especially with all the subscriptions they're about to get in 2021 when everyone subscribes for uh, Justice League, know. you know, the director's cut. And if you drop that show around the same time, you're, you're, it's a smart way to keep people staying subscribed, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, pretty good stuff, man. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's talk about gaming. So... Yeah. 
Microsoft, I got, we got two pieces of news for Microsoft today. Um, they are already stopping production of the Xbox One X and the Xbox One SAD, the, the digital edition, the S all digital. So, so that's that, that's ending. Um, again, this goes back to that rumor that we talked. What was it last week or the week before about the yeah, Series S? Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically the Series S will be kind of like in the same ballpark. Uh, maybe a, you know, basically it's an Xbox One X with a with a with a quick with a faster CPU. Uh, that's what we what we we speculated, uh, and it will not have a, a disk drive. So it looks like that that's basically what there is. They're consolidating these two consoles into the one Series S and uh, and they're gonna leave the Xbox One uh, S as like their last gen device. Um, and and moving forward with uh, the Series S as and the X, uh, which <laughs> Joe can uh, can that that Game bo- uh, the, the the box art for uh, those Xbox games that are enhanced for Series X. Uh, could they have any more Xs on that on that box? And it's I mean like even the the main one that big little green right on the <laughs> smacked right on the front covering up art design <laughs> looks awful, right? Because that's exactly what it's doing. It's covering up like literally the, the box, like significantly. It's not even, if you had a, you know, a small little thing, no, it's like a big badge. Look at me. I am acknowledging that you can play me on next gen. <laughs> okay. I get it. Yeah. Uh, strange. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's a strange choice for the box art. Uh, yeah. A lot of fans were not really excited about that because it's the same box as the, uh, Xbox One basically has a slash with a Series X and the and the enhanced sticker on it. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks not good. Um, anywho, but uh, yeah, and they are ending production. Um, not a lot to say there. Uh, they they're they're probably just moving uh, resources to to the new consoles because I'm assuming they're starting production very very soon on those if they're not already. Uh, being produced out there, they still we still don't know what they have for next week for the 23rd. Uh, that's going to be their first party uh, announcements. Um, I know that Jeff Keighley posted that tomorrow he's going to have, or tomorrow if you're if you're listening to this on Friday, it'll be today, but uh, that will be on uh, Friday, the 17th of July. <laughs> It's like I've been I've been I've been at home for two weeks. Like I don't know what that is. Um, so tomorrow, Jeff Gale is going to have an in-depth look at the uh, DualSense on on YouTube. So stuff's happening. Like this, these uh, things are are moving ahead. Uh, I I can see where where this makes sense. Where you just discontinue the Xbox One X. Uh, to move resources to need the new consoles, especially if you're having a console that's going to be sort of a bridge device between the two. Um, yeah, man. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's so it's a good business decision, I think. Like at some to some degree, like they have to. They are. They are realizing that like next gen is what they have to just completely buy into right now for them. I'm not saying that that's the only way for them to survive, but like, there, it's it's the past has to be just that the past for Microsoft, and they really need to continue to to move forward and, and move the the messaging behind their new Xbox uh, consoles. So, yeah, I, I mean, this this news doesn't necessarily surprise me. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, they're making some moves. Also, Joel, they uh, uh, they didn't put out a, a, a an official statement, but people noticed that the option for the one year subscription for Xbox gold. Live Gold is gone. Gone. It might be so, free. They're suggesting. Well, here's the thing, right? Because uh, when you select Xbox One, uh, Xbox One, Xbox Live Gold, uh, now it 
it gives you a three month option. It doesn't give you the the full year. So some are they, point, are they going to keep it quarterly? Are they going to, you know, not make it make those online features free? I, I mean, they they started the charge for the online thing, dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they have well, right now they have the infrastructure for you know, do not charge for. Uh, for online use, right? Uh, and Sony as well, because Sony, we know that Sony and Microsoft, uh, they already announced a partnership uh, and they're going to be working together to use Azure for their uh, for their cloud services. So uh, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. I don't, I don't see it becoming free, I but I, it's going to get revamped for sure. Um, what I think yeah. it is is that what I think it is is that they are either going to change the price and bundle other stuff to it on it. So maybe I think it's probably because of uh, the uh, the X Cloud. It's coming out. They announced that it's going to be out in September. So so maybe they're they you know and that's going to be bundled with uh game pass the, the premium game pass so so maybe that they have to they have to be working on on some new pricing structure for it uh that would make more sense maybe they're going into a monthly structure instead of uh and just bundling everything it's like oh with with a $15 a month you get everything you get online you get game pass and you get x cloud you get a $5 a month one and you just get the online and then you get a $10 a month with just a, you know, game pass. Maybe they'll do something like that. You know, maybe they'll, because I feel, I feel like they could, that, that gaming is due to move into a monthly uh, subscription model for their services. Like, uh, like P you know, PSN and, 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 and Xbox live for sure. They should do that. Nintendo's cheap, so it doesn't really matter. It's 20 bucks a year, and that's it. But for this guys, I can see them moving into into that direction. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I don't know much to say there, but uh, yeah, Xbox One X. It's only out for a couple of years, dude. But three years. Yeah, but they they gotta move into. They gotta leave that behind them. They want you to get the new one, and even though it's gonna anger people who who just literally just bought this this new thing, like. Yeah. They they have no choice but to go all and they can't try and juggle both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just going, just scrolling through the comments here real quick, uh, and yeah, like it, it basically like there's one user here saying that uh, that that his suspicion is like what I was saying is that the Xbox uh, Series S is basically gonna be an X Mini. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna sell for cheap, so without a disk drive, that's uh, that that's what I thought originally. So it would make sense to me. Um, last bit of news that I have here, Joe, is that uh, we talked about it, I believe, last week as well, where uh, we talked about the new manufacturing process that Sony has for PlayStations and how they can push a console out every 30 seconds. So Sony had a projection of uh, around 5 million units for the PS5 when it comes out this fall. Uh, they moved that projection to 9 to 10 million, so basically doubled uh, their projection uh, of consoles shipped out uh, worldwide. Uh, definitely good news if you're looking to get a console. <laughs> if, you get, if you're looking to get into a console this year, definitely good news. Um, I will. I will wait and see. Uh, this is. Uh, I've. I've come to come to the conclusion that this is a a, a twenty twenty one purchase for me. So. I will. I will wait and see. I'll let you guys test it out. Let me know how that is, Joe. So if you get it with Spidey, and you like it, let me know how that is, man. Oh, but, for sure. Uh, I'm, still, really, I'm still. I'm still contemplating. You still. Yeah, I know you're still in the still defense. So. We'll probably find out soon because I think the real plot, they're probably going to reveal pricing and date next next week. So, I, I, I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt, with like a, like what Overlord says. So with, with salt, salt, salt shakers. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, big news, Joe. Uh, if you're definitely looking to get into a PS5, there it looks like they're going to be out there. But I'm pretty sure that scalpers amongst angry parents will be looking for one. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a good move, um, especially that they have the infrastructure already in place to, to to make this stuff get ramped up. I mean, looking at the, the article I was reading was just simply stating it that, you know, people are gaming more than ever, uh, especially with the health crisis that there's so many um, people that are online that are gaming like crazy. And you've got to be prepared for people to, uh, you know, want this the moment it comes out. It's it's like people need some good news and having a new game console with this kind of excitement around it. You better have enough. Um, the last thing you want is negativity because you just weren't ready. Uh, and Absolutely. I think it's I think it's just it just makes sense if they can do it. And so, yeah, um, they gotta get that price point out there soon. It sounds like it is around the corner. Um, I, I man, I I know it sounds crazy because when you hear about. Like okay, you know this thing is going to be a, a pricey console. I'm not saying it's going to be obnoxious, but it's it's an, it's you know it's going to be a few hundred dollars. Like people right now going through what they're going through, there's many that you would say, "There, how are they going to be able to afford a new console during you know what the the economic status is for for many people around the world?" And my argument to that is what I mentioned to you, Obed, earlier offline was simply look when when the 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 you know, when the situation happened with the economy in 2008, um, many people made many sacrifices, but one thing that people ran to rather than ran away from was movie theaters and movie theaters had a crazy huge improvement. We had movies like the dark Knight and others that really, um, gave people an escape from the real world. And that's what people wanted. Right. And I think that you could see that happen. I think there's already a large amount of people who are around the gaming community right now that are more enthusiastic than ever. But I could see this, this, this gaming community just spread this, this gospel of gaming news to everybody to say, look, you know, let's have fun. doesn't matter where we are, what we're going through. And people would find a way to get themselves one of those consoles if they can. So uh, yeah, hearing this about the productivity is just, I don't know, man. I could see this being a really big, big time for gaming these next couple of years. Yeah. And apparently Switch production is back to 100%. So so you guys should see. I know that there are Switch lights available, uh, at least on the Nintendo site, they're available right now. Yeah. A friend, uh, of, a friend, of, so. ours, a friend of ours that told me for a while they were looking for a Switch uh, messaged me a, a week ago, and they actually found one. So, so they're, they're, they're getting out there. Yeah, so I talked to a friend of mine uh, this past week, and um, and uh, he's in the military, so he's been looking for a switch for for a few months now, since like around Christmas, and he hasn't been able to find one because, you know, after Christmas and this thing happened, and then uh, and then it's like impossible to find a switch, and then he found a, a he found someone on I think eBay, but then they went back on pricing and. Uh, Long story short, it was like, oh man, it's like uh, he was like out of options at that point, um, and then he had the brilliant idea of calling the the local PX, and they had one, so the guy held it for him, and he was able to go pick it up for the for the three hundred because GameStop had them, but they were bundling them with like uh, the Power A controller and yeah. uh, you know the, just an accessory bundle, and it was like five hundred bucks. Yeah. With all with all the you know the whole bundle that we're doing, so he was able to get it for uh, for MSRP and 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 he was pretty excited about it. So yeah, um, yeah, those are, are getting hard to come by. Uh, I asked my daughter today. It's like, hey, so what kind of story you want for Christmas? Because I sort I sort of need to start planning out these things right now. Um, I like to get things ahead of time. I don't want to oh, yeah. want to wait around. Um, so, so she's still in the fence of on wanting a, a switch light, but I'll ask her again this week. But uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's good. A lot of people uh, I've seen some people blame gaming during the the you know the the quarantine and whatnot. And it's like, no, man, these things keep us sane. Trust me. You know, if you it's a, it's a totally different thing if you're you know playing games 
the whole day and it's if that's all you do then that's a problem right yeah, but that's not a gaming problem that's a you problem that's a you problem exactly uh but you know what that ex- that hour in the morning man that i don't have to commute i just pop in a game i yeah. played battlefront yesterday and just that hour that i played battlefront it's like oh man this is so good and then just hop into work and i'm like you know i get some of my aggression out uh, I wrecked. I wrecked first twice yesterday. Yesterday morning, on on two what matches. Did you? Yeah, man, did pretty good. Um, yeah, we're uh, uh, we had a pretty good squad. The the guys were really like reactive and and hanging out together. I was like, oh yeah, this this squad this squad's good. So um, so we did really good. Um, but yeah, man, it's you know what you you gotta get your mind off of everything that's going on. It's an election year. You know, uh, people are on the uh, on the edge, and I, I'm one that if it wasn't for you know gaming and and just recording the podcast and and doing my geeky stuff and watching memes on Facebook or whatever, and whatever you do just to get your mind off of things, um, it's you know what it's it's totally acceptable as long as you're not harming anyone else with what you're doing. I think you're fine. So, so that's what I got, man. Uh, short and sweet this week. Uh, yeah, I got. I got something else. Yeah, yeah, I got. I got uh, one quick one. Uh, Comic Con at home happening next week. Uh, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the things that just came out today is a new mutants. Uh, is actually something that oh, I've yeah, highly criticized talk, you, for a while. You, you wanted to talk about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've that's criticized that's coming for, out. So I've criticized that movie for a while and said it's not happening. Um, they're, Marvel's bringing it to Comic-Con at home. Uh, they're going to bring the director and the cast uh, to do a panel online. And they released a new trailer plus clip uh, that came out exclusive for Comic-Con already from now in advance. So here's my prediction. That movie, they're going to announce right there and then, hey, this movie's going to go straight to streaming um, right away. I'm not saying Disney+. Plus. I'm just saying I could see it being like a a rental and then like a Hulu or just straight to Hulu or something along those lines. Um, but you know, cause they don't, they're not, they're not clear on if, if I remember right, looking at looking at it, and I saw a few people say this, they're not clear on uh, an actual um, where it's going to be released. Just that it's still supposed to be. Oh, August. See, so that's where I'm like, I don't think you just last minute throw it in at the theater. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. uh I, I'm still very, very. To the moment I sit down and I actually see New Mutants come across the screen, this movie is. You need to see a title. It's in somebody's. It's in somebody's head somewhere. Yeah, you need to, you need to see a title. As long as you see, see a title, you'll be fine, right? Yep. That's funny. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean that's what we got. That's what we got. Everyone, thank you so, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen or watch us here at no load time we greatly appreciate it we hope you all are doing well stay safe so go ahead and subscribe to our show we're on itunes google play soundcloud and spotify so make sure to subscribe to us there also we're um our video version on youtube also make sure that you're following us on social media so go ahead and follow us at no load time that's at no load time on facebook twitter instagram and twitch also, you can send in your emails to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. We welcome it in case you have any questions, comments. We might be able to uh, discuss it here on the show potentially or just message you back personally, but we welcome it. And uh, we thank you all for sticking with us. And we got more great stuff coming up. So stay subscribed, stay following, and we'll see you on our next episode. Thank you, guys. We'll see you again. Thanks.